All right, second episode. Thank you all for listening. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And this is Black Girl Brunch. I'm so excited. It's like our second episode. I can't believe people came back. I know. Like, thank you all so much for the support. You all right? (laughs) Get it out. (laughs) No, I'm good. All right, cool. How how are you feeling? I'm just, I'm hot. The past two days have been weird days. Like, I haven't felt like I've been on earth. It's been so hot. No, not even that. It's just people have stuff like a bunch of Hey Arnold shit has been happening to me. Like, I feel like stuff like that would be on a Hey Arnold episode has happened. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, I feel like fighting today because I'm so riled up to get into these hot topics today. Like, I'm letting y'all know right now, we're gonna go off today. Like, it's the second episode, and now we about to show who we really are. Like, we just about to fuck shit up. If we didn't already the first time. All right. So, I mean, we're going to start positive, though. So, we're just going to get right into it, right into tea time. Um, we're going to start with talking about someone we are loving this week. Someone we want to say thank you to, and that's SZA. Yes, the album is amazing. It's something that ever since I was a little girl, I always wanted to hear a black girl that sound like that. And exactly. it's like, now she's finally here mm-hmm. and we can appreciate it because we're grown. Exactly. And you know what? She has been giving me hair goals. She has been giving me body goals. She has been giving me style goals. And now she has given me the soundtrack of my early 20s. So, yes. Like she literally has a song called 20 something. Exactly. And it's exact. You know how sometimes people will name a song something like that and you'll be let down as soon as you hear that shit because you're like, this is not what I go through. Yeah. But like everything she talked about in that song, I, I felt it. Um, Is that your favorite song? That That's one of my favorite songs. Also, prom and normal girl i really like normal girl because like to hear a black woman say that like you know i wish i was a normal girl and things like that especially like if you grew up being like you know weird or whatever it just was so refreshing right i like garden and i like broken clocks no no i like garden and i like anything Mm-hmm. I like that little note she hit in anything. So I'm just, yeah, I ain't going to do it for y'all because I, again, I, I, I have a hard enough time convincing people to come back as it is. If I sing, I know they're out of here. So, Susan, thank you so much for being the only good news that we're going to talk about in this whole show. Like, again, she's so dreamy and, like, whimsical. And I, uh, I love it. I know she's listening, so. Yeah, thank you, Sizzle, for listening. Thank you so much, Sizzle. Thank you. Please come back next week. Um, so we're going to move on. We're, we've already talked about this dreamy princess. Now we're going to talk about our favorite bad gal, Rihanna. So recently, a lot of people have been acting like Rihanna doesn't look better than the rest of us, all because she gained a few pounds. Because what woman never gains a little bit of weight. And if you're a real Rihanna fan, you know that she's lazy. She does not work out. She eats whatever she wants, but it's cool. But the thing is, I don't get, because a lot of people that was talking wouldn't even look as good as her on their best day. No, it was a bunch of pot belly bitches in the shade room talking shit. And I'm like, y'all could never, like, and like, all right. Let's just say that this was really something to talk about. Let's say Rihanna gained about, 
you know, 30 pounds or so, still she would look amazing. Still, like, that's no reason to sham her. Exactly. And actors do stuff like that for roles. Exactly. But, like, even if she's not taking a role, so what? Like, sometimes you just want to chill. It's it's so much work maintaining your body. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna, and we're going to get into we that later. We're going to get into that heavy. And it's so much work. And, like, maybe she just wants to chill. Like, um... Pink. Yeah. She takes time off. Uh, you know, she just wants to enjoy eating greasy food and things like and that. And cheesecake and everything yep. else. And like every that's the odd thing is people connect women in their bodies. Like if you're if you're fat, then you are worthless. You know, and that's And just, if you're a fat guy, you can be funny, you can be likable yeah. and charismatic. A lot of people if a if a fat if a girl is fat and she's like just a bit as obnoxious as what Zach Galifianakis, is, yeah. then oh everybody fucking hates her. Exactly. Or she has to be the funny fat girl. She can't be, you know, taking Sometimes fat at all. bitches don't want to be funny. Sometimes fat bitches don't want to be funny. And you know what? Um, you know what? Rihanna didn't gain a lot of weight. Okay? It's, we talking about a girl who went from maybe a zero to a size six maximum and wears baggy shit anyway. Because exactly. she knows she gained weight. Like, she knows. But, but she still looks good. Like, she still... And she's still fitting in things that I can't fit in. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but what do you, what do you, people, what do people want from her is my thing. Do they want her to like coward over and be like, you know what? I got that. So I'm going to quit everything now. No, she's still going to be bad. She's still going to be walking on great with hills. Like she's still going to be unstoppable. Like, right. And y'all can pretty much kiss her a little Where's she from? Barbados. Barbados. Kiss her by him. That's what we call her. <laughs> you know what? I'm not sure. I have to Google Kiss that. Kiss her ass is yeah. what I'm getting at. Exactly. So, yeah, if you got a problem with Rihanna, you definitely got a problem with me. Exactly. So, we're going to move on into someone you know nothing about. Her name is Elena Anderson. Don't feel bad for not knowing this girl. Yeah, this is Derek Rose Ho. Yeah. Um, not even sure who he is. Because I get all these NBA niggas mixed up. I think D Wade is LeBron James. I, I think Then uh, I think Kevin Durant and Derek like Derek Rose is the same person. Yeah, are they not? Like clearly. I don't I feel like I don't know where the fuck I heard Derek Rose's name from. Exactly. But I definitely But I know, know he out there. I know he's in the NBA. He's in the NBA. With that name he's gotta be. But yeah, his his little whatever, she was saying some hateful things about black women. Like she was saying some shit that, like, a slave master would say. Yeah, she's got something. Like, this girl needs an evaluation. So, some old tweets were dug up of this uh, Elena Anderson girl. Like, from this point on, we just going to call her that girl because I, her name is even annoying to it's me. It's so dumb. I think that's so annoying when girls' first name and last name start with the same letter. Like, it's just like Elena Anderson. And she Anderson. probably love it. She probably was so jovial shit about it in high school. Call me AA, guys. She probably like was that. like, oh, AA. some dumb shit shit. anyway um so she said a bunch of shit and like i pulled one of the quotes she goes all these black bitches mad because his wife's vanilla and the thing about that quote is who gave that quote out to these white bitches none other than tyler the creator yeah he said that in a song and now so many anti-black white bitches are using it against us just like how he planned. So Tyler, you're canceled yeah. for that one. Yeah. Sorry. 
You're and canceled. I love, I love Tyler the Creator. You know that's one of my celebrity crushes. But yeah. that is, and that's you why you gotta let him go. And that's why it's so sad to really fall in love with these rappers because they always letting us down. They it's always like, saying, "All right, some dumb you, shit. it's bad enough." Like y'all literally talk about hoes and shit, chicken wings and fries, and we can let that pass. And I let it, it go. It bang in the club. I let it, it go. Like I get nervous, but then I move on. But when you start giving white bitches shit, some hate to spew back at us, then you're canceled. Tyler, the creator, and, and it's it's sad because this was love that I had. It was, it was. He was actually supposed to be my baby's father, but maybe next lifetime because he just he's been giving these white girls a little bit too much attention, and this is why they think that they can talk to us like this. But that quote was just a, like one of many. Like this bitch was saying stuff like. One thing I can't stand is a little little bald headed black girl. And get this, and there's some bald headed white bitches. Let's not, girl, you know, I'll be seeing some thin banged ass white bitches walking all yeah, around. A lot of them got straight cheese be fixed. Hair, like do. that could be fixed with just some little powder on the scalp, but they don't do it because they don't give a fuck. But apparently, this girl is biracial, but she's white passing. Not even really to me. I mean, she's light-skinned. But if you look at those features, she's got a fat ass. She's got a huskier nose. She has full lips. And she doesn't seem to have a problem with any of these features that she got from that black women. Because that's what makes her popping, her black features. Exactly. Because nobody will be looking at your ass if you were in the same complexion. You, if you were the same complexion with a flat ass and thin lips. Don't, please, come yes, on. Yes, not at all. Because that's what makes her desirable to an NBA player because you know a lot of NBA players they hate black women they do like come but on. they want our bodies but they hate us at the same time well I actually looked into Derek's roles a little past and his first his first baby mom is black okay so that means he has a black child mm-hmm. okay so that means his new bitch is talking shit or has been. Remind you, these quotes was from 2011, but you don't say shit like that ever unless you really, really meant it because I have said a lot of problematic shit, but it was on, it was very mild in comparison to this. That was problematic in 2011, what she just said. Yeah, that was. That was when people were like on the brink of being woke in 2011. Exactly, because so. like that was right when we was going into college. And I know for a fact, like... The worst thing I could say is, like, I hate when females don't respect themselves. Like, if you're a mother, you shouldn't be. I definitely went down that road when I was, like, younger. Because I didn't know any better. Yeah. But, how? like, you're just flat out racist. Exactly. And I just don't trust. I don't trust some of them. I don't. I really don't. Well, again, she says all this stuff. And I'm just wondering, like, if, is Derrick Rose going to check this bitch? Because, again, you have a black daughter that... Sh- that is dependent on you. Like, I wonder what that conversation is going with her going to be like. And a lot of them don't even associate their black relatives with the things that their white partners say. They think, oh, because I'm not that nigger. My family mm-hmm. are not those type of niggas. But you are. At the end exactly. of the day, you are. And your daughter is lumped in to those bald-headed black little girls she was talking about. Your daughter is lumped in to when she was saying something about how, like, me and my friend have one thing in common that we hate is um, black girls. My thing is just like, what what do black girls do to you? Why is your hate... You know what? I don't think that she hates black girls. I think she thinks she's better. Yeah. A lot of them think it's... It's the colorist attitude is that they think that they're better because they're lighter. Right. And that was just like, it was so harsh that I'm like, where is this bitch from? I'm thinking like, oh, she got to be from Idaho or Nebraska. She's from fucking Chicago. 
So but make, that's like a predominantly black, you know. Exactly. Area. Like I, I, even if you from the richest part of Chicago, still black people. bitch. It's Chicago. Like, come on now. And exactly. I just think that like a lot of y'all. Men and women, if y'all going to go ahead and date somebody outside of your race, you need to court them like, like, you know, I don't know what, because don't bring somebody, it's dating as hard as it is. Yeah. Like, and I'm definitely not going to be that person to say, don't date white people if you're black, because I mean, I mean, even though I'm not necessarily attracted to white people, Serena Williams and a bunch of other people have told me that you can get white partners and maybe possibly be happy. But I guarantee you, if I date a white person, I'm going to grill them so hard. You got to check them. Exactly. Because I know one thing we don't have in common, and that's privilege. And that's the same experience. Exactly. So I don't care if you're biracial, you're white passing. If I know you have more privilege than me, I'm going to grill you. These niggas don't grill these bitches. Yeah, exactly. Like, because they think that everything, sometimes people think that, you know, Racism is racism is over because you know Obama was in office, but mm. that doesn't it doesn't please. mean anything. Please, please. So Elena Anderson, all right. This is going to be the last time we ever mention you. I'm anxious to see only one thing from you, and that's if you're black, you're you're black ass because you are mixed. And while you may think you're a white girl, you go ahead down south and you see how they treat you. Yeah. Okay. So I'm interested in seeing what your black ass does next or what Derek does to you. Yeah, she going to be shook. Okay. Oh, by the way, I like how when I Googled her, they named her like a model. Like this bitch was rocking, like modeling like jeggings and stuff. Like don't you dare call her a model. Call her an Instagram bitch because that's what she is. And that's going to be a conversation for another time because I have, I'm tired of everybody being a model on Instagram. Yes, be sick of y'all. Just because you wear a ribbed bodycon dress don't make you a model. Yes. Like sit down. So we're going to go now from a black girl who thinks she's white to a white girl who thinks she black. (laughs) None other than Miss Kylie Jenner. Now, this is one that I, it's crazy because, like, I did, and again, I, I liked her. I'm like, oh, she's cute, whatever. And then she just started creeping on the culture just a little bit too much. We was for her. We was for her. But then she started creeping on the culture. She started being a culture vulture. And, yeah. you know, got to shut that shit down, <laughs> you know. I remember the first time this bitch drew her lips in, I was like, yes, you go ahead. You shouldn't have to be, you know. Walking around with thin lips just because you weren't blessed. Like, yeah, color your lips in, fine. I think the moment I started getting turned off from her was when she started creeping with Tiger. Because she just was like, she was such, she was grown. It's, yeah, she was way too young. And then she thought that that nigga gave her a, a hood pass. Like, first of all, Tiger. If you fucking come near me, I'm whooping your ass. Like, we the same height, <laughs> my nigga. We are going toe-to-toe. I'm whooping his ass. I'm taking yeah, his chains. Absolutely. I'm... No, seriously, because Tiger, I know he can't fight. I know he can't. I know he can't fight, skinny ass. But anyway, um, while we're talking about Kylie Jenner, it's not just because we hate her, but because this week she gave us a reason to hate her. So, Sabria, you sent me this... Um, video clip and I'm like why is she sending me anything involving Kylie Jenner like we <laughs> she know how I feel but I watched it because I'm like it must be some tea and I watched it and here come Ryan Seacrest Seacrest <laughs> here comes Ryan Seacrest anxious ass talking about uh 
Kylie got a spinoff of a reality show. Who acts? Like, when does she ever talk? Like, literally, all she do is poke out them busted-ass duck lips and stare. Like, she's not interesting at all. No. She's not. She needs to go home. She needs to go to sleep. She needs to take a nap. She needs to go. She was so boring that I was watching the preview, and I didn't understand what was happening. All I heard her saying was, like, these dumbass, super generic quotes. Like, she goes, for so long... I've been pitting on this persona for the world. Bitch, what persona? You're boring. That bitch probably went on Pinterest hours before the shoot and was <laughs> looking at, like, inspirational quotes for teens. Like, I've been putting on this persona as the bitch who stare at everybody? Because that's exactly. all I see her doing. I feel like I've heard her say three words in my whole being of knowing, like, who she is. And I I wish, I pray to God every day that her, her she gets erased from my memory. <laughs> that I wish that I did not know. Like I always think about how unfortunate indigenous people that just live off the fucking radar don't, that they don't know. Who, who any Kylie of these bitches are. Jenner. Oh my God. That really I wish home. that I could live in the fucking forest and I didn't <laughs> know who the hell she was. That it vexes me that much. Yeah, it's like like I don't know why I'm stuck on that word. Persona? Like, cause when I think about persona Like she Catwoman or something. Yeah, I think about Rihanna. Like I, I bet you she definitely has persona. Like I'm bad or, gal Riri. Yeah, or like Sasha Fierce is Sasha Beyonce. Fierce. Um Amber Rose, like, you know, you know her as this public person who's super spicy, but in her personal life, she's probably totally different. Yeah. Like, Tony Braxton was like that. Like, Tony Braxton, who's this, like, super, super big diva, and then behind the scenes, she's, like, this family woman who struggles with lupus and has yeah. all this, like, drama going on with her mom and her sister. This has no persona. You've done nothing. But Nothing we're wigs. A, and, like, we, yeah. we never asked for that either. Exactly. But, like, shout out to her for putting Tokyo Styles on because, like, he'd be working his ass off. And I'd be wanting to unfollow him because he'd make wigs for her. But, like, that means a lot. Is that he got to get his coin. He got to mm-hmm. get his coin. So, shout out to her for that. But other than that, fuck her. I ain't know? even giving her that. But, listen, <laughs> she follows that dumbass quote up by saying something like, I don't want to look back and regret not being a teenager. Well, first of all, you like ain't you like nineteen at this point? So it's, you got one done. more goddamn year to be a teenager. That's number one. And number two, you should have thought about wanting to be a teenager when you were sixteen years old, fucking with somebody's baby mom. I mean, baby, uh, dad. baby dad. Yeah, like and, why would you? I don't even be wanting to date niggas with kids, and I'm at the age where niggas got kids. Exactly. And it's not the most twisted thing in the world if you date somebody with a kid. She was 16 years old. And here's what I don't like about Kylie Jenner. I think I would have had more respect for her if she would have been like, yeah, you know what? I'm 16 years old dating this 18-year-old. It ain't none of y'all he goddamn business. He wasn't even 18. He was 26. Uh, yeah. He was 26. Uh, yeah. 26. That is sick because I'm only 24 years old. And I get grossed out when I see a guy that's 22. Like, I get grossed out because that's, it's disgusting. Yes, I'm blocking niggas that's 20 that want to talk to me. It's disgusting. Yeah. You should block them. But here but she she hid and she lied. And obviously they lied because it was against the law. But then on her eighteenth birthday, she was like hoeing around. I don't like that sneaky shit. You know what you was doing the whole time. You ain't gonna tell me you did it because you were a teenager. But you know what? Who I blame in this whole situation? Ms. I blame Jenner. Chris. Yes. Chris. Okay. My favorite quote, the devil's working hard, but Chris Jenner is working harder. Oh my God. And it's true. You better preach because listen, Chris Jenner need them bang smack clean off her head. Because why in the why in the world would you let your sixteen year old be around this big tooth motherfucker, knowing that he got you know, 
a whole family, a fiance and everything. Exactly. They did China so dirty, and that's why I was so happy when she when when she, when she did what she did to Rob because that was calculative. She was that was a calculated <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah, and payback. But um, the thing is also with Kylie is how much she is she does so many things that reflects black culture mm. she's always stealing from us and then mm. when she does it she gets her tens she gets her no, tens well i'm not giving that bitch no tens because first of all she's wealthy and i'm tired of people celebrating people that the world was never set up for them to fail the world was never set up for her to fail her right. success was always going to be in her path even if she was a loser exactly because like like i was saying before like rob is the loser of the family and that nigga still got a sock line at nordstrom yes i wouldn't mind being a loser in their family like when i'm a loser i'm on crack like that's (laughs) how it go like i'm on drugs and it's like she does this stuff and you know get braids and you know you know get a little Mm -hmm. something done to the butt and like big lips and everybody's like oh y'all just jealous of kaisa i'm not jealous of her because i've had that yeah. I've had that all my whole I, life. And I'm not jealous of her because I had my childhood. And <laughs> like I was I was able to to live as a child. Like so I'm not there's no way in my heart that I'm not I'm not jealous of her at all. No, because she doesn't and, have a clue. Like you said, because she's never had to go through anything and you just touched on it. You just talked about how they're always stealing from black people. And I say them because I mean that whole Jenner Kardashian clan. They have made their careers off of stealing black culture. And recently somebody has the receipts on Kylie. So Kylie literal receipts. Literal receipts. Like I don't know what what they could what more proof they could have of her stealing what, outside of a goddamn video. Exactly. And once again, when a black woman speaks up for herself, we're angry. We're haters. We're this, we're that. This girl, Destiny Blue, I think that's how you pronounce her last mm-hmm. name. Um, she has a clothing line, Be Dazzle, I believe that's what that's what it's called. Um, no, sorry, that's the this is the wrong one. That's one. Um, Chloe that, did that's though. one. Chloe did. Chloe stole from the girl Destiny Blue. She actually ordered stuff from her, multiple things. She has literal receipts, and uh, Chloe is suing her for defamation of character. That's not how defamation of character works. You have it to ha- actually lie, exactly, in order for it to be defamation. But it was true. She had receipts from her stylist saying, you know, Chloe wants this, Chloe likes that, yada yada yada. But also, her sister Kylie did the same thing to a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, her what name was it called is again? Tazita Bal. Bottom lay of Plug New York City. But we're just going to call it a Plug New York City just to, you know, I don't want to know. We don't want to butcher nobody's names. We know the feeling. Mm-hmm. But she has been selling uh, camo sets forever. So this girl, she has this like little boutique online and she's selling all these camo sets. And I think she released them like on Memorial Day. So it's yeah. been some time where this girl has had her stuff out. Kylie Jenner was a fan of this girl's line. She was ordering all this stuff from her, asking for all these different samples. And the girl thinking she got a celebrity client is giving it to her. Next thing you know, Kylie released the same, pretty much the same thing, this camo outfit. It's like a bikini top with like the uh, cargo pants. And she put her name on it. Yep, she copied it all down to the shoes. Down to the goddamn shoes. And 
I think I have the quote here. So she did this and the girl from a plug New York city wrote, when you're really Pablo, I am the flu influence drops. Mike, the Kardashians will not only steal your man. They will also <laughs> steal your brand. No, she said the Kardashians will not only steal your nigga. They'll steal your brand. And she's not lying. She's telling me. Where the was the lie? <laughs> Where was the lie? And like, you know what I mean? It's one thing to just copy off somebody. Yeah, it's annoying when somebody's a copycat. Like, let's just say I got a hairstyle. You saw me get it and you walk in here with the same thing. That's going to irritate me. But it's another thing when you capitalize off a of copycat. Because it's people out here really trying to make it. And it's a historical relevance to white people stealing black things. I'm looking That's at you, all, Elvis. Exactly. That's all they know how to do. Like, I'm watching... I was upstairs, the TV on was downstairs, and I hear this guy talking about some Thai restaurant, some Thai restaurant. So I asked my dad, I'm like, is this guy on the TV white? He was like, you know it. Y'all always stealing shit. What the heck does a white person know about Thai spices? Y'all don't even use salt and pepper. Right. And like, get your, get your, cab your seasonings in your cabinet together before you start trying always to stealing cook with like Thai like, spices. Always stealing shit. That's white culture. Like, y'all want to know what y'all culture is? Is stealing. It's the art steal. of the steal. The art of the steal. And yes. you think we want to watch your reality show? Bitch, you need a reality check. Exactly. Ain't nobody interested in your show. Exactly. Like, she's literally a thief. Like, she stole. And, like, then what made me really mad is that she had that blank stare and the ad for the clothes. Like, she don't feel nothing. Like, she literally stole. And it is so upsetting that she stole from a young black business owner right like this is literally the shit you hear about in fairy tales that we have been told was wrong from the beginning like we have been told that like you stole us and yeah. then you're stealing from us yeah you stole us from africa then we get here and try to make a living for ourselves and you steal that shit too it's like how about we all just die <laughs> would that make you happy kylie jenner if all black people nope, then they steal our corpses and probably be selling no it. then they can't handle black men <laughs> <laughs> Them Jenners and Kardashians would die without some black men. They would. And you know what? That's where I'm going to agree with them on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm about to say same. But I at least have a reason. Like, I deserve black men. They don't. Yeah, because they just poison. But, you know, Kylie, you're finished. I hope your show fails just like your uh, Caitlyn's and yep. just like Chloe's. And just like, I'm really shocked. Chloe had a show. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe had not only a reality show, she had a talk show. And Chris had a talk show, too. Chris did have a talk show. Which proves one thing. Bitch, we're only in it for Kim. <laughs> so stop trying to pretend like we give a fuck about the rest of y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, like do she what needs Kendall to be doing. the only one. Do what Kendall doing. Be quiet. Exactly. What the hell, what the hell is uh, she said since that Pepsi commercial? Not a damn thing. Yeah, all right, keep it that way, then. So, all right, we're done with y'all. I don't want to ever talk about y'all on the show again, but y'all going to do something dumb, and we probably will, because we live to read. Um... So we're moving on to somebody who means a lot to me personally. She just inspires me, and that's Mother, or as you guys know her, Amber Rose. Yes, I love Miss Amber. Like sometimes she she'll say stuff, and it reminds me of like when I first found out what feminism was, Absolutely. and it's like kind of corny. But I I respect her for trying to learn, and I also love the fact that she's one of the only celebrities that openly support trans folks. Absolutely, she is always saying stuff. So shout out to her for that. And I just feel like Amber Rose 
you know, she went such a long time being slut-shamed and kind of having a feeling that it was wrong, but not knowing exactly why it was wrong. So it was like a grand epiphany when she, like two years ago, when yeah. she learned what feminism was. Yeah. And that's why she goes so hard for it because she's she's known about feminism for two years, but she suffered from slut-shaming probably her whole life. So let's just talk about why we're talking about Amber Rose. Um if you were under a rock, she posted a picture of her kitty cat. And yeah, it's her it, cootie cat. Yeah, and it was it was bushy, which was cool because it's about time people show, like, a bushy vagina. Like, people think that that's, like, the weirdest thing in the world. Like, when I saw that picture, I felt nothing. Like, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, she, you know, got the cootie cat out. Like, cool, moving along. Exactly. Some people lost their shit. I... I I really, though, even though some people lost their shit, I was expecting it to be a lot worse. Like, soon as I saw that picture, I'm like, uh-oh, niggas is going to lose their mind. Black men is going to be like, you're a mother. You're a mother. Not forgetting the fact that they're a father and they talk all different types of shit. Because, you know, exactly. you're a man. You can do whatever you want. But let this woman show a vagina where her child came out of, like... And people are like, oh, she has a son, blah, blah, blah. He you, came. Y'all act he came like, from it. Exactly. He came out of it. And y'all act like he's scrolling down Instagram looking at cootie cats. Like, he's, what, four years old? Like, and Sebastian is more intelligent than the rest of y'all. Like, never forget this little nigga said translucent to describe a color. I so, just started using the word translucent like three years ago. I'm like, wow. He knew a jellyfish was, tra- a jellyfish was translucent. Like, he's definitely going to be able to understand that my mom showed her vagina in the name of feminism. And, like, that doesn't define who she is because she also took care of me. Exactly. So That's what y'all are forgetting. It. It's, more, it's more parts to being a woman than just being in a house. Being a mother. Yeah. Being, being a barefoot. Mo- Some people stole. still have their personalities. You know that? Like, being a mom and having kids doesn't take away your personality. Absolutely. And so, like you said, you know, most people were quiet about it. But then you're going to have your your folks that have so much shit to say. And what's most shocking is that it wasn't even men doing the shaming that I saw. It was, it was a lot of women. That is so sad to see that some women still feed the agenda that's being forced down their throat that they have to live by respectability politics all the time it's sad and a lot of them want to be on the side of them they want to um talk like that because they want to be on the side of the man and it gets them like brownie points exactly with men and things like that and it's just like what is the point? Exactly. If you think, like you were saying last week, if you think being respectable is going to have you keep a man, never forget that, like, better people have been cheated on. Exactly. And I'm about to say, the shit that you don't do, trust you, it's a nigga that's out with a bitch that does the shit that he don't want you to do. Exactly. Just, like, don't, please, don't even worry about that. But it's just sad to hear girls like, I don't want to see your vagina. Well, guess it what? You don't even have to, though. Exactly. And it wasn't even her vagina. It just was the top of it. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all got to do better. But the person who, for some reason, seemed to have really just lost his coconuts over this, was fucking Pierce Morgan. Why is this nigga still alive? Like, <laughs> like for real, like, why is he still functioning? Like, he always the fuck talking. So, he pretty much, like, it was his whole Twitter back and forth between them. But, of course, he started it and he said something like, I'm, 
like while Amber Rose, you're gonna show your vagina in the name of feminism. And she reposted a picture of him naked in a Burger King um, ad. It was like, but you stripped down for a Burger King check. Pretty much saying, nigga, you can't come for me because you did the same thing. You just didn't show your little um, poop a lot. You didn't show your little He pee -pee. just showed his nut-ass English chest. <laughs> yes, and that was enough for me. I was offended by just that. And that's because his presence bothers me, and not just, because of his chest. He needs to shut the fuck up. Paris Morgan is so mad that she calls herself a hoe first because he doesn't have the chance to do it. How dare you, as a white, rich Englishman, because English people, you guys have privilege just for being English because people think you're smarter than what you are. How dare you try to tell a woman what feminism is? What the fuck would you know? And a lot of, what they call themselves meninists, which they are just trolls. Yeah. For real. That's trash. Weird. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it's very immature behavior. It's like, whatever you say, I'm going to say the opposite. So a lot of their beliefs is out of spite. They don't even really believe themselves. He, no. Paris Morgan doesn't even believe himself. He just wants to be an aggressor. And it just, it kills me how angry people get when women beat, when women beat them to the punch and call themselves sluts first. Exactly. It, it really bothers you guys because for centuries that's the only thing that you had on us it's oh you you're indecent you're a hoe you're a slut but you're it's this, like if you was if you was engaged in the slut and the hoe act with this person then you were slow a slut and a hoe also exactly but like beyond that nobody knows about anything that amber rose does like being a hoe at this point isn't even tied to being promiscuous anymore it's tied to you know how how flirty you are and being flirty is fun like can we just talk about that for it's, a second it's very fun being, i have a blast flirting and then it's to you know how many how much clothes you wear how much you cover up like i'm as i'm getting older and as i'm you know feeling feeling less pressure it just it makes me so upset to know that i'm a hoe just because of how I'm dressed. Like, if I'm a hoe, call me a hoe because of something I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. You don't even really have to be doing anything. Like, the way I'm shaped, people automatically think that I'm promiscuous. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I really can't. It's like, make up your mind. You either like me because I have a big butt or you just, you're going to shut the hell up. Men hate women. So, they, they don't exactly. really. I mean, again, because I know if some nigga about to explode, like, not all men. <laughs> nigga, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of y'all that really, really, really hate women and you don't know how to express it. And this is why you're so angry. Why else? Why else like, would you be I'm angry? I'm sorry your mom didn't give you a hug when she was cooking greens when you were seven. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't make up for that. I can't. Like, I'm sorry that, you know, she was too busy cooking cornbread and shit to really pay you any attention, but you don't have to hate women just exactly. because of that. And these be the niggas that post on Mother's Day wouldn't be me without her. Yeah. Nigga, what are you? Meanwhile, they mom looking just like Mike from Monsters, Inc. Short <laughs> and round as could be. And I'm just, <laughs> that was me, but like, they, <laughs> tell the truth. No, they do. And then they be talking about you, how tell you look truth. and all that stuff. Yeah, like they that. had the highest expectations, but these niggas' moms be looking like literal monsters. <laughs> and I'm like, handle your mom. Like, take her to the spa. She's <laughs> stressed out. Exactly. Like, no, it's terrible. And you know what else I don't like that I realized that a lot of guys are doing? Like, I'm just, I just peeped this. Like, niggas will put Lauren Hill 
and Erica Badu on a pedestal because they were head reps. Mm -hmm. But they hoes too. Exactly. They're yeah. actual hoes. Like they said, like <laughs> they're actual They got hoes. like 15 baby dads a piece. Like by like, you know, y'all's definition of a hoe. If she got all these kids and stuff by different men, never been married, isn't that your definition of a hoe? But people, like, I, I'm going to say this out loud. I think no matter what I do, people will never consider me a hoe. It's very true. It's because it's very true because you're quiet, like, you know, you're quiet about your moves. Nobody knows who you're exactly. talking to. Your hair is natural. I wear glasses. Exactly. Like, no matter what, it's called the good girl complex where no matter what you do. But it's good that you don't feed into it. And absolutely don't not. don't sham others. Like Aisha Curry. Aisha Curry feed, um, fed into yeah, it. Yeah, she does. And like with that whole comment like, hmm, I'm happy I don't like to get naked and twerk around like a whore. Listen. All summer 17, these titties is out, boy. I don't Who's going to stop me? Nobody. All right. Titties out, crack, everything. Exactly. Not because not I want your attention, because it's hot, nigga. It's hot. Exactly. And I'm not wearing a turtleneck, and I'm not dying for nobody. Exactly. So, yeah, Amber Rose, we're standing by you. Um, I'm so excited for her slut walk and everything that she's got going on. And like you said, I know she can be problematic sometimes, and it's because she's learning. If I was learning on camera, I know I would say some fucked up yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, and not she's taking the initiative. Exactly. Some and people don't take the initiative. And she's not being like Derrick Rose's hoe, saying some totally off-the-wall shit. She just kind of not articulating things yeah, it's, the way it's, she should. Yeah, sometimes it's very corny. And also with feminism... Um, me personally, I don't like when it's all based in pussy power because some women do not have vaginas and okay. people need to realize that. But that's another conversation for another show. And we 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 are going to go back on that. So that wraps it up for tea time. Like, I don't feel the need to fight anymore. I'm happy I got oil off my chest. I just was like irritated all week with everyone kind of slut shaming and fat shaming and cultural appropriating. I'm like, damn, it's Monday. Like, can y'all take it easy? Like, <laughs> oh my God. But okay, we're going to move on to um, our sunken place segment because apparently some people really like that. So thank you all for that feedback. <clears throat> For that feedback on Sunken Place uh, Soup, you can definitely email us with any other suggestions or a black person that you believe is in a sunken place at blackgirlbrunch.gmail.com. But at only if you're black. I'm sorry. If, yeah. you, if you're black. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not your place to put another black person in a sunken place if you are not black. <laughs> if a white person writes us and asks to talk about somebody in a sunken place, I'm going to spend this whole hour roasting you instead. But any other suggestions, it doesn't, you don't have to be black. You yeah. can send them in. But just the sunken place thing, that's, you know, yeah. you know. It's just, it's not going to be right. So this week's person in the sunken place is somebody we all know goddamn well is in the sunken place. He's been in the sunken place for at least, I'm going to say two years now. He was in the sunken place before we knew what the sunken place was. Exactly. And thank God for Get Out for kind of putting some Putting a location to yeah, this. Yeah, and into perspective. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's Kanye West, if you haven't guessed by now. Um, recently, his birthday <laughs> passed. And, like, let us start by saying, like, I love Dad Ye. Like, I love him. He is a genius. He's a... He's an artist, and he's misunderstood. Yes, he's suffering. He's a, and he's a problematic as hell faith. He's the most problematic faith that I have. He is. Sometimes... When people ask me do I like them, depending on the person, sometimes I'm just quiet. 
But if it's a person that I know is not the police, then I'll be like, okay. You know, but he's very, he's far gone. I stop explaining why I like Kanye. I stop explaining also. I just be like, I do. I know. I know. It was wrong. Yeah, it was It was racist. That, that was sexist <laughs> what he did. But you're not going to get me to stop liking Kanye West. Like, it's going to be hard is what I'm saying. It is going to be hard. Because I done been through some shit with Kanye and I'm still on his side. But recently, you know, his birthday passed and Kourtney Kardashian tried to like, put out a post like happy birthday to you know our family Kanye West when I say Kanye looks sedated I don't know if they let him out for his birthday or what but he was not with us this nigga was gone he was no facial ex- like his facial expression was just like it wasn't there I'm like like, like I, I'm getting chills thinking about this I want to know what kind of he was I want to know what kind of drugs they can i have a hit because he was out of it like i want to feel that like (laughs) detached for at least one minute here this nigga was floating like he really was in the sunken place like in his eyes you could just see it was just no emotion there Mm -hmm. he looked like he didn't know why he was at the table (laughs) yeah he was like who birthday like he didn't understand that it was actually his birthday and they were all there to celebrate him and he looked like he didn't know somebody was taking a picture and i feel like the flash (laughs) might have went off and that's why he was like maybe like in and out of himself exactly and then they had to tie him back down because i didn't see any of that was the only recent picture i saw yeah i didn't see any other picture after that well he's in a record um the, he's in a studio recording so i feel like they only let him but out to is work he in the studio or is, no i thought the way he was no. dancing it's definitely because okay. okay. only one person can be that offbeat <laughs> on purpose and <laughs> it's him okay yeah, i feel like i wonder if north and like saint are in on it because i feel like north is evil as fuck and she I helps him because <laughs> she's like she's snappy She's I'm anxious to see what she's like. And I know for a fact her and Blue Ivy not going to be friends because... Yeah, she seemed like she's very mean. And I, I'm wondering if she does know about the sunken place. I feel like she's in charge of the sunken place. I feel like she's uh, she's the queen of the sunken place. <laughs> well, all right. Well, everybody, just please keep an eye on Kanye West. Like, pray for Pablo. Pray for Pablo. Free him. Free him. Somebody get their flash out. Just take a picture because my nigga is suffering. All right. Well, that's it for the sunken place. That's it for tea time. We're going to head into some common senses. All right. Now, again, like I said before, this segment is it's tough love, you know, and I've just, it's not, we're not trying to be mean. We're not trying to be spiteful. We're just trying to educate you you know some people don't understand when you know you try to speak to them but some people gotta get their feelings hurt a little bit and i'm the same way so i sometimes mm-hmm. i gotta get my my little feelings hurt so in other words if you a bitch you need to exit right now because you know it's just i mean i definitely think today is one of the more light-hearted uh common sense yeah it's not it's not rough because we're talking about health and wellness and that's something that we are very sensitive to because we know what it's like to be on the other side as far as like struggling with your weight or just trying to try to find your way. So the common senses part comes in because a lot of you bitches out here have lost your minds Bullshit. when it comes. Damn my, do not ask me about no damn Herbalife. Okay. Don't ask me about no shit tummy tea. Don't ask me about no waist trainer. Don't ask me about the ice cream sundae <laughs> diet. Like, that shit is weird. It's fucking weird. And, like, I definitely can't speak 
for every black woman, but I can just say growing up, I was so detached from fitness because like my cousins, they will all go out and they would play sports and everybody cheered them on for playing sports. But I wasn't like, you know, I was tall. So people thought I was good at sports, but I really, really wasn't. And I thought that was the only way to, to like, jump. yes, for fitness or anything like you had to play basketball. You had to play football. Be a cheerleader. Or you had, yeah, be a cheerleader, do gymnastics. Like, I thought it was impossible for, like, somebody to just regularly do it for their health. Exactly. Like, to set some time out in a day was so foreign to me. And everybody I knew, they either played sports or they were naturally thin. Yeah. Nobody was thin because they worked out like my mom didn't start working out until like I was in college mm-hmm. and she did that because her doctor was like listen sis your blood pressure um what you gonna do about it yeah and it's like it's a lot of health problems you know like in both of our families mm-hmm. and it's very important because well I what made me start um was was actually was you because I wasn't uh-huh. gonna do anything. Like <laughs> I just knew I knew we was getting we was getting a little, you know, a little chubs, we was getting a little out of control <laughs> and you wanted to put the cabbage on it. And I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And then I was like, all right, I saw how serious she was and I knew it was important to support you. So mm-hmm. I joined in. But also something that made me join in is because when I was in college, I was sitting on my bed and my legs went numb. And <laughs> person and I was carrying a lot of fucking weight almost 300 fucking pounds That's not funny. so I was like my legs started going numb because I guess my legs was like oh bitch you too little to be in my oh baby what you. is you doing yeah like, you that's how my move. legs was but I found out numbness in your limbs is also like a sign with like diabetes so I said oh not today not to fucking day because I, I don't I'm not scared of needles but I'm not giving myself insulin every day Nah, not if I can avoid it. Yeah, like, exactly. Not if you can avoid it. And I found out that, you know, some people have fought diabetes by changing their diet and, like, working out. So I was like, all right, I definitely have to get into this. And you know what? I'm happy that you were, like, you teamed up with me because I didn't think that you were. So just, <laughs> I didn't just think I was either. background, like, me and Sabria, we lost, like, a good, good, good amount of weight. I'm going to say maybe four or five years ago at this point. What? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. we lost like 60 we, pounds a piece. We lost like 60 pounds a piece. And I know what really inspired me was just kind of seeing myself in pictures and not being happy. Like, I'm not too proud to admit that initially for me, it was not about health. It was not about health. It, it wasn't was, about, it was, it was like halfway about health for me and halfway about looks. Ex- it was 100% about like, I want to, I'm, I'm tired of looking at myself in pictures and not being all the way happy. I'm tired of trying to twist my arm in all different types of ways so that I can look skinnier. I'm tired of being like sucking things in. Like there is no skinny angle when you ain't skinny. That's just yeah. how it is. Yeah. So and I, I thought I, I found it a bit. Yeah. I thought I, remember I taught you that trick with the arm? Yeah. That shit was a fluke. <laughs> it wasn't a real trick. It, we still looked huge. So I was just ready to, I was ready to just end that. 
phase of my life and, you know, stop faking it. But I can definitely say within two, three months in, when my skin start getting clearer and I start feeling better about myself and just kind of being in a better mood, being a little bit more positive, I just felt better. I quickly put two and two and two, two and two <laughs> together. And I realized that, wow, like losing weight and exercising is not just about the way you look. Exactly. And like my, like you said, like my skin started getting better. I didn't, I never had like, you know, I never like had acne or anything like that, but my skin did start getting better. Um, I started being able to do more and like, I didn't get like winded as much, especially cause living in New York, I did a lot of walking mm-hmm. and in the beginning, like my freshman year, it was just very hard for me. And when I started working out, it became a bit easier and I just overall felt better. I started getting lighter and I realized that my skin was so dark in like those areas is because I had a diabetes trait mm-hmm. in my family mm-hmm. and they went away when I started, you know, caring about my health and wellness. And I can just remember how, you know, working out was so foreign to us at one point, but we kind of just threw ourselves into it and we immersed ourselves into it and we lost like a lot of weight and we did it fairly quickly. We was all we were also nineteen years old when that happened and we shocked our bodies. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, we lost it because we were doing a lot of things also. Yeah. Like, I was living in New York City, so I fair, like I walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, even when I wasn't working out, I was still working out. And I worked in retail. So, um, that is how, you know, I lost it in a quick amount of time. You know, sometimes you don't lose it as quickly. No. I'm finding that out now because I'm going back, you know. Right. to how I used to be because I'm trying to lose the weight that I had, a um, little bit of weight that I gained from moving back home. And I'm realizing it doesn't work as fast, no. you know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I'm not doing as much. I have, like, you know, a very regular schedule. Um, but I'm reminding myself that trying to not, you know, get upset or flustered about it. Exactly. And you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. I use a lot of uh, help to get myself on board because again, the idea of like controlling myself and eating in small portions was so foreign to me that I needed to use like calorie counters and all different types of things like that. So I use these calorie counters that had me, a tall woman, I'm over six feet tall, which is extremely tall for anybody, but especially a woman. They had me eating 1000 calories a day. And that's some, that's like, not enough for maybe somebody your height, yeah, let exactly. alone somebody my height. So a lot of times I was, I was hungry. I was like really, really hungry, but I was like obeying my calorie counter because that was working. Like that was making me, you know, lose weight. And as soon as I got off my calorie counter and as soon as I started working, I felt like, okay, maybe I underestimated the hardest part of fitness. Cause I thought the hardest part was just kind of getting on. Little did I know, the hardest part is staying on. And that's why our common sense is is about these crash diets. Because you know what? It's nothing to eat and drink all, like I said, shit tummy tea that makes you go to the bathroom for, you know, 24 hours straight. And that's not healthy. That's not okay for your body. It's not okay for your body. But it will make you lose weight because your calorie intake is really down. So if you want to lose weight, 
go ahead and do that. If you don't care about your health, if you don't care about keeping it off, and if you're not into a lifestyle change, if you want to, you know, risk the health of your liver and, you know, possibly affect how your body functions later on, just so you can fit into a body kind dress, for, you know, during the summer or just so you can, you know, wear some mint swim, and that's not, swimsuit, yeah. go right ahead. And it's very corny, too, to just want that body for a season. For the because season. And, like, this stuff, like, you know, that we're doing, it's going to last longer than now. So we're realizing since we, you know, aren't naturally small no. that we have to maintain. That's what we're trying to do is maintain. Exactly. Exactly. Even and though, you know, you know, we still have to, you know, lose some of the weight that mm -hmm. we gained or whatever, we still have to maintain it. And a lot of people don't understand that. They just want, you know, to get fit for this holiday and this right. and the third. But it's like, what are you going to do after that? Like Exactly. Now, I definitely do, like, set fitness goal for holidays. Like, for right now, the big thing that I'm looking forward to is my birthday. Yeah. But then, you know, after my birthday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to set a goal for Halloween. Then after Halloween, I'm like, oh, I'm going to set a goal for uh, New Year's. It's because you need something to chase, but... I think that summer is the big one, and people don't think about anything after summer. Exactly, and you can't get a summer body in, like, two months. No. If, if you're a smaller person, maybe. maybe you can. But if you're, like, you know, if you have those, like, heavy problem areas, I understand, you know, problem areas. If you have that, it's going to take you a little while. And don't be so hard on yourself. No, like, exactly. I started getting back in the gym this uh, year, like, around March, and I had wanted to, originally I had wanted to, you know, lose 30 pounds by my birthday, but it just didn't work out that way because, you know, I was like, you know, in between That's jobs a lot of weight and stuff. Too. And that is a lot. But now I'm like, you know, I've so far I have lost 12 pounds. Right. And, and you look great. Like, thank let's you. add that too. Thank you. And I'm okay with that. And my trainer said that, you know, that's perfect for, you know, being on my meal plan for six weeks. And I'm not like, oh my gosh, summer's here. Like, I have to lose this. Day. I'm not no. freaking out about it. No. And like, I think that, you know, like I said, I lost a good amount of weight and my weight, I haven't completely fallen off, but I've definitely gained some of the weight back because I was unable to kind of keep those those unrealistic standards that I put um, in play for myself. So it's like I learn, I'm unlearning, and I'm relearning. And I don't weigh myself because, I'm, number one, I'm, I'm bigger than most women. So the scale for me is going to always be very sad. I'm going to always <laughs> weigh a lot. And when you hear girls talking about they 130 and 120, and you know you would probably be dead if you're that weight, you just don't want to talk about weight. Because I realize, like, all right, I look good as fuck. No niggas ever complained about my weight. So why exactly. am I looking at the scale? <laughs> like, I'm, I know when I'm doing the right thing. I know when I'm working out. And I can, the mirror tells me when I'm doing the right thing. And my body tells me when I'm doing the right thing. So I don't weigh myself for that reason. But everybody has something that they're comfortable with. If the scale triggers you, don't look at the scale. Exactly. But if the scale inspires you, look at the scale. Because for me, calories and I don't. I don't track my calories anymore because that's very triggering to me. Mm -hmm. But the scale that's not is like inspiring because I love like doing the math in my head and like you know, um, oh I'm this weight now you know by this I'll beat it like just it's measuring very, your progress yeah just measuring my progress that helps for me but calorie like you know counting calories that's very triggering for me yeah so I don't do it and I'm much happier that I don't and that reminds me um. Also, another thing people do is, like, compare themselves oh, to yeah. Instagram people, oh, yeah. celebrities, and you shouldn't. 
um, compare yourself to those people because a lot of the times these people are selling you a dream. A lot of the times these people have, you know, procedures that they have already done. Um, these people have lives that just aren't realistic and money with money. There's a lot of things that you can do that the average person, you know, can't do. Like for instance, we both have jobs, so it's not realistic for us to go to the gym, you know, two days, um, a week, even though I, I would, I mean, not two days a week, two days and what, two times in one day. Right. And sometimes I do want to go to the gym. I, for me, I go to the gym five times a week. I like to do that. But some people, that's not realistic. And for me, um, for my job, it's not realistic for me to go twice. I could, but then I would be very tired because I also do my own meal prep. Exactly. You know, you we do got, this podcast. You do this podcast. I be trying to get niggas. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot that goes into exactly. life other than working out. Like, fitness is an accessory to my life. It's a tool to keep me living longer and healthy. But it, I am not that person obsessed with my fitness. Exactly. I'm not a trainer. And that's like, why you can't compare yourselves to other people's journeys. Like, you can't. Because I was doing I was doing that, and I felt myself doing it, and I just felt miserable. But I'm like, looking at this person that I'm looking at their life and they work from home so they're able to do things that I'm not able to do because I don't work from home right you know what you know in short you guys really just need to kind of set some realistic goals for yourself understand why you're doing it and do it for you don't make it a race like just literally do it for you and I want to name drop my trainer really quick because there's you know I was somebody who was against trainer. I didn't believe in spending yes, money. I was, trying, I, I was like, get a trainer. I've always loved trainers. I know you did, but I don't <laughs> believe in spending no money for somebody yelling me for doing the same 10 sit-ups I could do myself. But I learned when I hurt my damn back that <laughs> I learned real quick that sometimes like you might need somebody to show you form as you start you know, getting more and more into your fitness and you're not just doing the elliptical and curls and you start doing some real stuff. You need somebody even if you just have a a trainer for two months sometimes if you can afford it if you know if you want it if you're comfortable yeah a trainer can really really be beneficial so with that being said my trainer's name is wayne uh instagram he is tip top fitness and i go to knight's gym i go to a black owned gym and you will be surprised how inspiring it is to work out around people that look like you exactly especially like you know if you see other black women like their bonnets on and things you don't feel as you know self-conscious right because you know i'm already out of place well at the beginning i could remember being out of place because i was overweight and now i'm out of place because i'm the only black girl here well at least at this gym you know i may not be the most fit person there but i and one way that i definitely fit in is that everybody there or mostly everybody there are you know, not just black people, but it's nice to see black girls work out when I w- when I was growing up, none of us did. Yeah, exactly, because we were worried about our hair and things like that. And it's just like, let that shit go. I go to the wig. Drop I mean, it. I go to the gym, take my wig off, hang that shit up in the locker. Okay. I don't care. I come in with 18 inches, I be on the floor bald. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not bald, but, right. you know, I'll be there with, with, a, with a, yep, with my my AI straight backs. <laughs> I don't care because it's about me. I care yeah. more about, you know, my happiness than I do maybe somebody looking at me for having a bonnet on and straight backs. I'll be in the gym looking just like fucking Florida Evans because my bush shrivels <laughs> right up and I don't care though because... You can't care. You can't. I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm doing everything I can to combat 
diseases like high blood pressure, and I'm doing it to look good too. Exactly, because on the weekends I I be I be coming through. Yeah. So. So, but also I would like to give a shout out to my trainer Gianna, um, who is also vegan like myself. Um, she trains at Push Universal. It's a black-owned gym. It's a training gym. Um, so it's not like a gym like how Iman goes right. to um, or like Planet Fitness. It's a strictly a training gym. Um, her website is gbodyfitness.com, and her Instagram is gbody.fitness. Right now, she is doing a discount for June babies and Ooh. cancers. So get in touch with her. Um, I go to her Every Friday when I can, uh, her class for individual training is $30, which isn't bad, and it's for an hour. And she's a great trainer. She doesn't make me feel like shit, but she kicks my ass. <laughs> Absolutely. She does. Gianna, you're, I be, I be wanting to say I hate you. I do. I really do. Well, like, my trainer is the same way. He is a guy, and I never thought that I would train with a guy because I always see, like, I'm sorry, especially black guy trainers, like, come on, baby, come on, get that ass low. And I'm just like, I don't want you to talk to me like that. I don't feel comfortable when you talk to me like that. My trainer doesn't do that. Like, sometimes, like, I get sick, and he just looks at me, and he's like, all right, 10 more, like, you know. You got to go for it. Also, my trainer, like, don't, my trainer is just so cool and handsome and just, like, he's just, he's just perfect. So, if you're in the market for a trainer, if you follow me on Instagram, Eddie Mama Tay, you, I'll definitely, like, share his page with you if you can't find him at Tip Top Fitness. Yeah, I'll, spells it weird. yeah, I'll do the same also. And also, if you can't afford a trainer, it's, Okay. okay. It's like not you can necessary. still work and if you can't afford to go in the gym, it's still things Take you your can ass do. Outside. Exactly. Also road. YouTube has some great things. Like whatever workout you want to do, like yeah. look it up on YouTube. I just need right now I'm in a moment where I need some like a little bit discipline. And yeah. since I'm able to, you know, God uh willing, now since I'm able to, you know, afford the extra expenses of like a gym and a trainer. Um, okay. I do that, but if you cannot, do not feel pressed. That don't feel like you lost all hope. You can't do it because you can. Exactly. Because when I first started out working out, I would just jog to Central Park like all the time. I wasn't in the gym. I didn't, and I did join a Planet Fitness, but I had lost weight even before I had joined the gym because I just would Walking, walk, running, walk, everything. walk miles. Like I would literally walk four miles there, four miles back. Well, guys, um, I hope that sh- no one got offended by that because, again, we we just, this is tough love, but we just want y'all to be realistic about these fitness goals, especially some of our friends. So if you ever thought that that was a little bit of shade, it absolutely was. So <laughs> thank you so much um, for tuning in to this episode of uh, Black Girl Brunches. Again, this is our second episode, and thank y'all so much for coming through on that first episode. Yes, thank you so much. Like, almost, what, almost 500 listeners? Almost 500 listeners, and we regular-ass bitches, so that's impressive. <laughs> like, we now got no following. We barely got friends. So, like, that was really, really, like, impressive to that me. Was. And I'm just thankful. And I don't know who the hell the, y'all other folks are, because, like, I know, like, a lot of our friends, but if you're a stranger to us and, like, you're following us. Thank you so much for giving us a chance. And, you know, thank you to our friends, but y'all just did it because y'all liked us. But these other people, thank you for giving us a shot. Yeah, thank you so much. And so now that is the end of our show. We like to give some shout-outs. Mm-hmm. Um, again, shout-out to all our supporters. You know, everybody is following. And also, we would like to take a moment to – yesterday was the first year anniversary 
of the Pulse uh, nightclub shooting. And we would just like to, you know, give a, I guess a shout out to those people who uh, passed away. It was 49 people. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a the biggest mass, you know, mm-hmm. shooting in American history. And it was a hate crime. And I just would like for people to remember that and keep those people in their thoughts because a lot of those people were like, they were young people of color and like, you know, allies and they just need to be remembered. They just were having fun. Absolutely. And, you know, at that time it was them, but it could be any of us. Yeah, exactly. So we definitely want to extend our hand and our prayers out to anyone who was affected by that and to all those who were lost. Um, yeah, it was just it was terrible. Yeah. So... Again, you can join us every Wednesday to hear us, you know, spill the tea, ramble, you Talk know, shit. you put you in check, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you need. exactly whatever you want. We got y'all. Just, Pretty much. Just hit us up with, you know, suggestions, uh, questions, uh, and we can be reached at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com and on our Twitter, which is BLK Girl Brunch. Um, on Twitter and our Instagram is Black Girl Brunch also. And whoever took the original Black Girl Brunch Twitter handle, bitch, just know I'm coming for you with my lawyers. We got you. You're gonna, you, you don't know You're what's coming. You're going down, bitch. Yeah. But okie doke, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye.